0: High school football kicks off on August 26th, and Get Stuck on Sports will be there for all the action.
1: Could hit the corner of the end zone, Jeff Eslop finds Anthony Renssel, 11 seconds left, the Mariners take the lead.
0: 26 regular season games in nine weeks, plus playoffs.
2: Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs?
0: Yes. Playoffs, All on GetStuckOnSports.com. The place to be for high school football in the Blue Water area is GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck Stuck On Sports podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Duckey and Brady Beaton.
3: It's uncanny, uh, Brady. There is never any wind when we set up. No, then the, the minute we turn the microphones on, <laughs> the wind starts blowing right through so that it hits the mics. That's how
1: it was during baseball and softball season. <laughs>
3: Calm as
1: could be, and then the game starts, and you have a 30-mile-per-hour headwind right into your microphone.
3: <laughs> Anyways, St. Clair is where we're at uh, today. We're at the high school at the practice field, getting ready to uh, watch the uh, Saints work out. Uh, they'll be a part of our opening uh, weekend trio of games. Mm-hmm. Oh, just some game they're playing with somebody called Marine City.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we were actually looking at it today. It'll be the 70th time, well, at least since they kept keeping records, that the two teams have met. So it's going to be a big one.
3: Yeah, uh, seven decades of football and they've been playing longer than that.
1: Yeah, and they. Uh, I believe it was one of, what, two times since 1950 last year that the two schools didn't meet and, well, it was a shame, but it, like I said, this this one uh, is going to be kind of the big shebang, the big kickoff to 2021, and hopefully a completely normal football season.
3: And, and that one is coming up, geez, uh, two weeks from Friday? Yeah, two first games are
1: Friday. two two weeks from tomorrow.
3: 15 days till
1: kickoff, Dennis.
3: So we had a lot of fun, a little down the, uh, the road at the Arch Rivals uh, place on Monday. We're in St. Clair today. We'll head over to uh, Marysville for uh friday yep monday will be uh ph next wednesday a week from today we'll be at northern uh, and then we'll wrap it all up with a trip up to uh crosswell uh to talk a little more pioneer football
1: yeah don't know if that one's gonna be next thursday or friday because next friday's our golf outing running out of time to sign up uh stuck on sign up it'll be a fun time we are filling up fast so uh make sure you get one of the last few spots remaining and well, Dennis, it'll be a fun time. We were just actually crossing some T's and dotting some I's about it today.
3: Alright, I think we're going to have James Bishop, the head coach of the Saints, when we get things rolling here in just a moment on the Get Stuck On Sports Tri-County Equipment Podcast. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice.
1: North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP logos.
5: Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people
6: Magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: Welcome back to the Get Stuck on Sports podcast presented by Tri-County Equipment. We're here at St. Clair Football. First day of pads, coach, well, at least uppers, uh, joined by coach James Bishop. Coach, just simply, how is it to be back in what is hopefully a normal training camp?
2: Oh, my goodness. It is so nice not to be worrying about masks and veils and everything else that we've had to do. and. Uh, you know, jumping through some hoops. it's it's nice to have these kids out here and they're having a great time. They're having a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, you know, coming in into this year, is it easier to prepare? It's got to be easier to prepare with things a little more back to a, a normal kind of a way you're going to do things well you know it
2: it meant that we were able to get back into the weight room it meant that we were able to prepare in a way that we were used to doing you, you jumped through so many hoops last year that uh it just felt everything was off kilter and I know there were teams that seemed to rebound and 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 really uh have a great season it, it I felt like it affected us though our, our off season is really important for us and we didn't have a normal one last year
1: well, this year you were able to have a full offseason. Just talk about how much it speaks to the team and how much it helps to be able to get the kids through a full weight program, get the kids coming out here and learning the playbook, especially for those young kids coming up through the program.
2: Yeah, if you if you look out there, and they're not all here, but you know, you see Maddox Moselle over there and Case Peterson. We've got some big guys, and. Uh, Our line is going to be a strength of our team. So to have them be able to hit the weight room like they needed to and transform themselves, it's going to change us as a program. We're going to be physical. As far as install, I still feel like we're behind. So we've got a lot of work to do. Um, We're hoping for better things than last year.
3: How how much did it factor in? Because right away, you had a ton of injuries in week one. How much did not doing everything that you would normally do play into that?
2: I felt like it was giant. Um, I always tell the kids that, uh, you know, we, we put our coat of armor on in the summer, that it, that, that it doesn't happen at game one, that we, we, we put that strength on and, and we protect our, our joints and our ligaments by, by adding mass, muscle mass. And we, we couldn't do that last year. And I and I think just for our community, the type of athletes we have, they need to be in that weight room. Um, without that, we lose any advantage we had.
1: You mentioned that you really big on your offensive line there because you have a lot of beef up front and you got a lot of guys coming back. The Ellis is coming back. They are the personification of the bulldog mentality. Talk about some of your returning players and some of the key guys that when you talk about Saints football in 2021,
2: you're going to be talking about these kids. You know, the, the only good thing that came out of last year is it, it, it made us hungry and so it, it took kids like the two Ellis boys and Ethan White and Jack Dolan and Maddox Moselle and, and some of these kids that, they, they had a bad taste in their mouth and it made them hungry. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not promising any results, but I know that they have transformed themselves. They're different players than they were last year. And I feel like that's gotta be a good thing.
3: You know, Maddox Moselle is a name that uh, other coaches around the area bring up. He's kind of that coveted guy from St. Clair, that everybody would 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 like to, to have. He's obviously one of your leaders. He's
2: he's uh he's like having, and I know it, this comes off cliche, but he's like having a a coach on the field. He knows everybody's position, and I'm not talking just offensive line. He knows what the backs are doing. He knows what the quarterback's doing. He understands everything we're doing offensively and defensively, and it's invaluable. You you put the size and the the aggressiveness and the the skill that that kid has combined with the knowledge he has and he, we're, we're blessed to have them.
1: So after last year, you didn't get a chance to play your district rival, didn't play Marine City. This year, you're opening up with them. You're playing on Friday night, so you're going to be the only show in town. East China Stadium is going to be a zoo. It is going to be packed to the gills. How exciting is that for you guys to show up? And that first game, it's going to be a college atmosphere for you.
2: Yeah, um, you know, it's it's going to be all those things. Uh coach Coach Griff is 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 quick to come up with uh with you know, a lot of he references a lot of quotes and things like that. And the uh the, the, the best quote he came up with so far this year is the Peyton Manning quote where it's pressure only only gets the people who are unprepared, you know. So that's what it's gonna come down to. We're we're gonna try to to prepare so well that we're not going to feel that. We might feel the energy, but we're not going to feel the, the you know, the tenseness of the situation. That's what we're, the hope is.
3: You know, the band will be there. You're, the JV plays before so You know, it's going to be a big crowd of people who are going to stay from that game to watch the varsity and the people who are coming for the the varsity, do you worry you'll be too amped up at the beginning or is that just something you say, hey, let's take that energy and just use it?
2: You know, I, I've seen it go both ways. I've seen uh, I've seen a group come out and they're, they're over amped and... You know, so it takes, it takes a full series to get calm and get to where we're supposed to be. But I also saw two years ago where we just rode that lightning, we rode that energy, and, and it, was a, it was a really good thing. Um, uh, the year we won our district title, that, that group with, with our, our good quarterback and Austin Schweiger, and they, they just took that energy and flew.
1: So this year with your schedule, Marine City's the only school you play that's smaller than you enrollment-wise. You are going to be playing up every single week, whether it's, I mean, even Marysville's D3 now, but you have a lot of D2s, Roseville. Your league is going to be tough and you're playing a lot of teams that, at least enrollment-wise, are bigger than you. How much does that prepare you? And come postseason time, how much does that help you compared to playing maybe in a lesser league?
2: Uh, you know, if we can come out of this thing healthy, it, it's gonna it's gonna absolutely do, uh, do us a service. It's it's gonna come down whether or not we can make it through this thing healthy, and uh, you, you know we've got. I, I love our team, and and I feel like we've got more depth than we have had, but. You lose a few key players, and suddenly things are different. So, my answer—I uh, know I, I'm kind of—I'm cheating here, but it's going to depend. And if we—if we make it healthy, if we do, then that schedule will will serve us well because I think we'll go into the playoffs where we need to be.
3: Uh, with uh, Logan and Luke Ellis, I mean, these are two guys that are just if you say put your head down and run through the wall i think they'd do it for you um again how does that rub off on the guys around them that just that attitude
2: well you know when you when you see people that are leading by example not so much words it's it's tough to to fault them and uh that's that's what we have all over the field though um, you know Jack Dolan Maddox Moselle Ethan White both Ellis boys they were there every time that the weight room opened and uh, they' they're leading by example and and those two you're, you're right about that would would run through a wall and uh, it's going to make it's it's going to drag those kids who maybe are a bit on the fence it'll pull them along
1: One thing that I liked, um... When Brandon Folsom was down here earlier in the week, one thing your kids said, and you mentioned it earlier, they're not hiding from the fact that last year was a down year. They're not trying to pretend it didn't happen. They're like, yeah, we went 1-6, and whatever. It's a motivator this year, and maybe some teams will be sleeping on us. It does seem like you guys are really uh, hungry, and like you said, a bad taste in the mouth Mm -hmm. there. Yeah,
2: it's, it, it was a difficult season for everybody last year. And I'd love to say uh, we, we could change anything about that, but we can't. You have to, you have to move forward, and that's what we're trying to do. Um, we're trying to build off of what we had. There were still good experiences, and uh, it, it showed a lot of these kids that there was work to be done. And, and so if, if that is the only lesson we could take out of that, it's a good one.
3: Is there anything else uh, before I ask you a a final question that you want to add about Saints football for this coming season?
2: Uh, The only thing I would tell you is I I can't tell you what the season's going to hold as far as a record. I I can't tell you who we're going to win against, who we're going to lose against, but we are going to carry our pads. We are a physical team and you better pack it in. That's that's the only thing I would say. You better pack a lunch.
3: Everybody knows about the situation in Richmond. They're going to dedicate the field uh, The Thursday that the season starts to coach uh, Coker you were in Richmond. You worked with him a few words.
2: He's uh he's He is absolutely one of the best people I've ever met and he taught me the game of football as much as anyone has I, I had experiences I got to play in college a little bit and I got I've been around good coaches, but The things I do on the practice field have been influenced greatly by John Coker. He was a great man. Well, thank you, Coach. Uh, Have fun at practice day. We're we're looking forward
1: to the 27th. Sounds awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, and we'll be back in just a moment here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast.
3: When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice.
2: Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal based advice based on your short and long term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call AmeriPrize financial advisor Dave Betts today at eight ten nine eight seven five three seven zero. That's 810 987 Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. AmeriPrize financial Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC.
5: Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people.
1: and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marys or Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee.
6: Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul.
1: Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast at live from St. Clair training camp. Oh, Dennis, it's fun to be back out here. But right now, we are joined by St. Clair Offensive Coordinator coordinator Gary Griffin. And Coach, just like everyone else out here, you seem pretty excited to be back on a football field.
8: Yeah, absolutely. Every year, this is kind of the time of year that you you work the other nine months for. And and this begins everything. This year is real special because of what happened last year. Last year with the shutdown and, and things like that. It was, uh, it was a hard start, but this year everyone's excited, and especially the coaching staff, very excited for this group.
3: Uh, some of it was, well, a lot of it I think was injuries. The other part, I think uh, you played some really tough teams uh, to start the, uh, the season, but offensively, scoring wise, it was a slow start for you guys. You started to pick up offensively as the season wore on.
8: Extremely slow start. We, uh, we lost four running backs in our first game. So week two, we were starting one of our cornerbacks, wide receivers at tailback. But as, as players got healthy again and our offensive line grew together, we actually became a, a force to score at the end of the year and we got better throughout the year. But we had some challenges last year and we're hoping that most of those kids that, that went through that adversity last year are back this year. So we're hoping that's gonna be built up in them and, and they're ready to go this year.
1: Well, I talked to Coach Bishop about it and I believe it was one of the Ellis brothers that said uh, when Brandon Folsom was down here, he goes, we're not going to hide from the fact that we were one and six last mm-hmm. year that's that that's in the past though this is a new team and just seems like that mentality and he uh, when we mentioned a bulldog mentality coach bishop named five six different kids right off the top of his head that seems to be like a theme here in the
8: hour or so we've been here at st clair camp absolutely the players know what happened last year the coaches uh it's ingrained in our minds and it didn't meet meet our standard. And we have set standards here at St. Clair and, and last year didn't meet the standards. Uh, all we can do from that is move forward. So we use that as a, as a launch point. We talk about quicksand a lot. And when you're in quicksand, you gotta find the diving board that's buried in there. So I truly believe the junior and senior class has found that springboard to propel us out and, and we're ready for this year.
3: You know, it's just watching before I even see you guys run any drills, it's obvious that your offensive line, you had some big dudes there led by Moselle, um, and that this is actually a weapon for you. How much does the size of this line play into the, the kind of offense you want to do?
8: Yeah, it fits perfectly. We, uh, we may lack in speed in some places, but we build up in, in grit and toughness and strength. Our offensive line's kind of led the, the entire offseason with lifting and power lifting, And we have all five are back and four starters are back. And that was something that really changed last season was our offensive line. They were extremely young. I'd call them like a rookie line in the beginning of the year. And we built up a lot of grit and toughness because we were overwhelmed, just physically overwhelmed in our first couple games, our first two games especially last year. And that was very offensive to the linemen. They, they took it personally, and they worked extremely hard last year and then it, it, it kind, of, uh, kind of led us through the off season. And they, they were in the weight room as much as any offensive line we've ever had. Power lifting, playing other sports, but still getting their lifts in. And, and all summer long, they've been here leading the way. So that's gonna be our strength.
1: So you mentioned maybe a little bit of a shift, I guess, maybe not an identity, but the, the style of your offense. In years past, when you've had just some freak speed athletes, it was speed and space, get the guys in there, mm-hmm. boom, track meet might have to grind out a little bit here Um, not that one's better than the other i mean you get some big offensive linemen control the clock attack 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 wear down that defense so maybe
8: a little bit of a shift in the offensive philosophy absolutely that that's a very good question and that's a very good observation a few years ago we had numerous kids sub four seven even in the four fives and that allows your offense to to get them the ball and even use them as decoys because they're gonna get doubled in different places and open up other players. So we were faster in the past, but we didn't have the line that we have this year. So that observation is spot on. We will use our line to control the clock, to grind people down, but also we have some sneaky speed. We have kids that have worked extremely hard all summer long in our speed training program, and they got considerably faster just in in one season. So our our, uh, ability to move people and we're gonna hang our hat on that. And that's what we're, what our style is probably going to be. But we'll be able to, to run by people, too, with some sneaky speed.
3: Uh, the ellises were a big part of what you did last year. Uh, what's it like having a quarterback and, and, and a back who kind of play like wrecking balls Mm -hmm.
8: yeah that's that's a another weapon that you have because when you have a quarterback who who's able to run the ball you can consider him as a running back so in the days past we were typically a two-back set with a quarterback under center now we're a two-back set with one running back so it allows us to do some different formations and and move our H-back into the slot more because we have a quarterback who runs it also forces the defense to account for the quarterback to run so not only do they have to worry about him throwing the ball, but they got to worry about him running. Now
1: I asked Coach Bishop about it. I talked to the, co- the coaches on the other side about it on Monday, Week One, Marine City, under the lights, Friday night, only show in town. I mean, that's gonna just besides the football game. Just stepping back for a second, that's got to feel pretty cool, especially after a year with very limited fans.
8: Absolutely. So with with the uh, restrictions gone on fans, it should be a, an electric environment. We like to call it. And we've always played week three beyond, in the last few years we've played late week seven. So this is, this is something that you put on your calendar every year. But when it's week one, it's a whole different animal. And that's been something that's been able to, to help motivate us throughout the off season. Not so much just what happened last year that didn't meet our standard, but what we face week one. Because this is an excellent program that has a lot of talent returning. So it's going to be something that we are prepared to, to fight. To fight for in that week one because they're going to they're going to come at us we're going to come at them and i think it's going to be a great environment
3: you know uh, how long is it going to there'll be a little bit of an adjustment for the the players but i think once you hit somebody you're into the game but but for the coaches on the sideline the noise the band will be back the stands will be be packed how many play calls is it going to be before you're like oh this is different from last year
8: well i'm hoping zero I'm hoping that we are so laser-focused on, on our task at hand that it's zero, but I'll tell you, it'll be, it'll be in a, a very appreciated environment before the game, hearing the noise and the bands. The bands are a big part of football, and most of the time when you're calling your side of the ball, you don't really hear much behind you, but obviously when the other side of the ball is out there, you, you hear the band and you hear things like that. So it just it adds a whole nother level to football because it brings an energy that you can't have with an empty stadium. First
1: day in shoulder pass today, so, I mean, as a coach, you feel like, I mean, already behind. I think that's what Coach Bishop said with install and all that stuff. But as camp goes on, that's when you start to see gel. What when the, You've had successful teams. What have you noticed by the second week of camp, by the time you get to the four-way scrimmage? What are those teams doing right in camp compared to the teams that didn't have as much success?
8: That's a great question. Uh, it's, it's roles. When you have when you have a team of seniors, juniors, sophomores, and even in our case a couple of freshmen starting with us, they got to find their roles. So it's part of the job of the captains to to build energy and boost people up. Because this day and age, you you know you're going to have a couple quarterbacks that come up that think they're quarterbacks. They might end up being a linebacker. They might not be in a tight end. So as your players learn roles and how to play together and how to to support each other, that's how you know you got something special.
3: Without giving anything away, but who are some of the kids that will be watching on the offensive side of the ball this year?
8: Uh, obviously, the offensive line, which I think uh, Coach Bishop talked about a lot of them. I'll just go over them again. It's Case Peterson at center. It's uh, it's Maddox Moselle at left tackle. It's Jack Dolan and Larry Worzniak at left guard. On the right side, it's Caleb Ackitts at right guard and Kai Pennywell at right tackle. So that's our offensive line. We've put a lot into them. They put a lot in the program. But we have uh, obviously our quarterback Luke Ellis is doing wonderful things for us. We're, we're happy with him. His younger brother Logan Ellis is a playmaker in space. Ethan White, who starts on defense but also mm-hmm. plays tailback and H-back and all over the field, he's, he's a special player for us. We have some young receivers that are battling it out. So I'm not sure who that's going to be yet at our, at our X and our Z. But we have uh, some other players on defense that we call uh, five-quarter, six-quarter players that mm. will come in and play half, half of the other side. So players like Brendan Cole will come over. And uh, the thing that the, a lot of these players have done is they showed up all summer. So we have a lot of seven-on-sevens we go to, and they are prepared. When you call something, they already know what they're doing.
1: One thing Coach Bishop said before he goes, you need to talk to my offensive coordinator, Gary Griffin. He did a great job in the offseason, like changing up some things, getting kids in the weight room. Again, without giving away anything, what was the offseason like this year? Well, also that you could have a full normal offseason as well.
8: Well, there's two ways you can take a one and six. You can pout about it and you can you can make excuses or you can own it and make changes. So I, I feel as a program we've owned that and made changes and, and, and instilled in the players that it's time and effort that they got to put in in January, February, March that's going to make all the difference for us in, in September. So we did a lot of that. We we look at every year, I feel like as a staff, one of our strengths is, is evolution. We're able to look at what, what our roster looks like, what our strengths are, and do some adaptation to offense and defense. I feel like that's one of our greatest strengths. So we looked at what we have common all the way from our seventh-grade quarterback to our senior now, and we've developed some things uh, to utilize those skill sets better than we have in the past. Obviously, in the past, we had some pocket passers and a lot of speed at tailback that we could use. Where we, you know we adapt, and and these kids were easy to motivate. These players, they really wanted to lift and work.
3: Yeah, if you're asking grinders to run. Uh, it might not work out for you, or if you're asking runners to grind, mm-hmm. uh, you, you really have to suit for what you have, and I, I think uh, that's a, a big credit to uh, what you
8: guys are doing. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, I, I agree. That's I hope you notice that as as you go, as you see the energy of the players. Even our JV numbers are great, great JV numbers. We had a nice 8th grade class coming in, a lot of speed there, so... Well, to come back to your question, we'll come back and we may evolve again. We may make slight changes. We have, we know what we wanna do, we know what our identity is gonna be every year, but how do we get to that identity is, is where, it's kinda of excites Coach Bishop and I, is the changes we can make every every season. Anything you wanna add before I let you get back to practice about Saints football in 2021? It's just absolutely uh, energizing to see all the players out here be back right now in a, in a, a less restrictive environment. You know, than last year, it's open. The kids are excited, and when you think about this time of year, there's really no better time of year in sport. The the excitement's there, and when you got game one like we have with our, you know, our biggest rival, then that's even extra motivating. So I'm just um, I'm just stoked and energized to be out here with these players and and talking with you. All
1: right. Well, thanks, coach. I'm uh, excited to watch a little bit of practice, and thanks for taking the time to talk right. with us. Thank you. That was. Saints offensive coordinator Gary Griffin, he made sure I didn't get them messed up. But, uh, Dennis, I think it's been very obvious, and the Saints are still in warm-ups. We got here nice and early. This team is going to pride itself on being tough.
3: Yeah, I like the attitude. Like, you know, Attitude is important mm-hmm. in all sports, but I think it's really important in football. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, If you don't believe you're not going to get the things accomplished that you want to get accomplished if you don't think you can do it. Um, And you can tell teams that are defeated before they come on the field. The, The Saints, they might not be on paper as strong as some of the teams they're going to play this year, but I guarantee you, they feel like they can get the job done and that they can compete, and if you can compete, you can win.
1: Well, Dennis, you've been around a lot of teams, uh, more so in hockey than anything else, but you've you've been around some really good hockey teams, and you've been around some really bad ones. And attitude doesn't change from sport to sport, and you've seen teams come off just some bad seasons. And for St. Clair, especially this past decade, a anomaly for them and you've seen them turn it around quick, and like uh, Coach Griffin said, you've had teams mope around. How big is that to just kind of accept the fact and not hide from that, yeah, they went 1-6, and six. who cares? That's last year. We're 0-0 zero and zero now.
3: Yeah, I, I think that that's huge. Swagger is the mm-hmm. cliche that we like to use in sports. Think about, I'll use Saints basketball as an example, Ben Davidson, Austin mm-hmm. Schweiger, those teams. They come out with, with the Harlem Globetrotter warm-up <laughs> pants on, And they don't care if the other team is snickering because they know. They know, and they go out and they waxed a lot of teams because there was nothing funny about Saints basketball. It was serious. And that carries over into your other sports. Baseball in in St. Clair. Tennis in St. Clair. And we got to get it back in football because they had – swagger here in football just a couple of years
1: ago well and in a short season again not to excuse anything but you you get kind of boat raced in your first game against a super talented east point team which the players might not be there anymore and um you 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 get a few injuries and in a short season if it takes you two three weeks to recover you're at the end of your season already.
3: Well, I mean, and think about what happened. They're not going to make these excuses. If, if you no. talk to Coach Bishop or Coach Griffin, they're not going to say, oh, well, it was us. Yeah. But, okay, they went out and they played East Point in week one. Now, remember, season was on. Then the yep. season was off. Then they had 13 days to prepare for an East Point team that was absolutely loaded. They played a half of football and lost four running backs in the first half of your abbreviated season. Right. How are you? What are you supposed to do with that? Yeah, it's it's not the NFL where you can go out and sign somebody off of somebody else's you know practice squad or something or find a free agent that's floating around out there. It's high school football. You have what you have, and when guys go down, there's
1: and, nothing. You and can again, do about it. especially in a six week season, you drop one early, and you your conference is shaken. I mean, they weren't, and outside of that first game. And out of the Roseville game, you did—they didn't really get run off the field in any games. Like Tower, they just struggled to score. Their defense made some nice stops. Marysville, their defense made some nice stops. They just couldn't get that big play that yeah, they needed. Maybe it was a two-touchdown uh, game. Yeah, and uh, Gross Point North, seventeen to nothing. And that's the week after you lose all those offensive weapons. Now, again, this is all talk. You don't know what it leads to, but. Again, you mentioned it. Attitude is everything, and I think this team is going to have a renewed sense of just hunger, and maybe for the first time in a while, because the Saints have been so good, they're going to be playing the underdog, the disrespect card.
3: Well, I mean, again, let's let's be realistic uh, about the, the situation. I'm not saying if they've got everybody – for the full season, they, they go six and one instead of one and six. But I'm saying they win more than one game. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely they do. And yeah,
1: and you know what? The one thing they also said, they said that i like from a coach's perspective is turning a negative into a positive that you use that as a motivator to get kids in the weight room and it's something we've talked about with other schools with marine city with cross Lex, the group they have is getting that buy-in is something you can't fake and having teams excited and players excited to come out to camp and excited to work out is makes it so much easier when it comes to camp to hit the ground running
3: yeah, you can just kind of feel. I know it's uh, they've they've only been practicing for a few days, but there, there's a lot of energy. Noticed it at Marine City. I'm noticing it here at, at Saint Clair, uh, and and you can use this energy, Brady. You can harness this energy to to build confidence. Uh, but it it really does. And I wasn't much of a practice player when I was a kid. I preferred <laughs> games, but doing it right in practice really does help for later in the season 100 percent
1: 100 percent so i mean this same practices is going to be fun it's another muggy day but these kids flying around right now getting to see them hit some pads a little bit get get uh, hear that pop every once in a while but um we might talk to some players when we come back it just kind of depends on what coaches want that they want to just keep going but um we'll be back in a minute here on the tri-county equipment get stuck on sports podcast
3: For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you.
7: Hi, Chip
3: Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapierre in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron,
0: Emily City, Sandusky and Axe.
1: Your satisfaction is our guarantee.
7: We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: Get Stuck On Sports podcast. Now we are joined by Saints offensive lineman Maddox Moselle. Maddox, how's it feel to be back out here with uh, shoulder pads and helmets on? can tell you're
9: already getting into it a little bit already. Oh, no, it feels uh, real good. I like hint with the old linemen, really. Makes us stronger as a team, builds a good bond.
1: So first day with at least shells on, does it feel good to get out, you know, crack some pads? There's only so much. You, I mean, the weight room's important, but it's fun to actually get out there and do some actual football activities.
9: Oh, yeah. Uh, it's completely different than the weight room. I feel like you have so many different muscle groups working when you're cracking pads. The noise it makes, it just, you love to hear it.
3: Got a great respect for guys that play offensive or defensive line cuz you guys get no credit. Nobody gives you any love when the running back runs through that big hole that you smash two guys out of the way to make for him and all he did was run down an open field and he gets all the the credit for it. So I just want to say uh you know that I have a great respect for what you do cuz I know I I couldn't do it. So what's life in the trenches like?
9: Uh it's uh it's awesome, man. I uh We don't really care about the credit anymore. We're so used to just putting kids on their backs and uh, enjoying it. All the linemen, we just nonstop, we're enjoying ourselves out there.
1: How much of an impact does it make when you have five guys on the line that you have great chemistry with? I know Coach Bishop is very excited about you guys. I mean, he's... He enlisted six, seven names that he likes on the offensive line, and you were one of the first ones he mentioned. But having four other guys on that line that you know you can trust and you're on the same page with, how much does that help in the game of football?
9: Oh, it's all—it's incredible. Just knowing that the guy next to you will trust, has your back, and you have his, you know that he's going to do his job properly, and there's just no mistakes going to happen. You know what they're going to think, what they're going to do. just helps a lot.
3: It's year-round thing so the guys have been getting to the weight room and and doing all the off season work based on what we're hearing from your your coaches are you one of those guys that's kind of leading the way do you have to poke these guys and remind them or as a team have you guys bought in
9: uh all the the linemen we all we've all bought into this we've been working out non-stop all summer together all school year just trying to get in the weight room as much as we can some of the younger kids though we're getting on them just trying to get the program going
1: one thing I've noticed talking to the coaches and just watching practice is the theme is going to be toughness. You might not be the flashiest team, you might not get all the style points, but you're going to have an identity of being a tough, physical football team, and I, I feel like you're one of the guys leading that charge with that mentality.
9: Oh, yeah, we all, we're just trying to be grit, all gritty out there. We're just trying to lay the hit right off the start of the game.
3: Luke and Logan. Who's the crazier one? Because it, it both looks to me like they'd like to run through a brick wall out there.
9: Uh, I got to say, Logan. Luke's a, Luke's a good quarterback, but Logan's the one that's going to put his head down and just drive through everything.
1: All right, week one, you're going to be playing in an electric atmosphere. Marine City, Friday night, only game in town. You have the JV playing before. How do you prepare for that? I mean, I. You, you're not going to lie to me and say it hasn't been on your mind since last oh, November. No. Yeah. So how do you feel now getting into
3: the swing of camp?
9: Oh, it, I, it's been in our blood ever since the summer workouts. We've been nonstop thinking about it, just ready for this game. We've been preparing, just watching film, just ready to go after it.
3: Not having the big crowds, not having the band. Um, and we we kind of keep repeating this to everybody that we talk to but how much of an adjustment will it be to have things normal
9: again? It's going to be a crazy adjustment. It's going to be incredible because last year just coming to the game, it was pretty dull. You had to start your own kind of electric motion going, but with the band, it's going to be incredible.
1: So last question before I let you get back to, to practice, just being back in a normal year. After last year, you know, and you guys, your coaches, your players, you're not hiding from the fact that last year was not up to what your standard is and it seems like you guys are using that as a chip on your shoulder coming into twenty twenty one.
9: Oh yeah, we uh we were very disappointed in our season last year. We uh we went up a league. It's not a good excuse, but we just weren't ready for it. COVID really set us back, first game injuries set us back, but we're ready we're ready to make a statement out there for sure.
1: All right, thanks, Mattis. Good luck, and uh, have fun the rest of practice. We'll see you the 27th.
9: Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Well, we just got done talking to Maddox Moselle. Now we have Luke Ellis coming on. And, Luke, uh, uh, same question I've started everyone else with. How good is it just to be back and have the pads on once again?
10: It's, you know, really, the first day of actually, you are not there's no pants on, but today's really the first day of hitting. Once you finally get the shoulder pads on, it's it's it feels great. Even for me as a quarterback, it I like to play outside linebacker a little too, so it feels good. Yeah,
3: <laughs> we warned you about these uh, Ellis kids and brick walls. They like to run through them. There you go, exactly. Uh, yeah, as as a quarterback, uh, and we were talking uh, with uh, with Coach Griffin. Um, he he kind of describes you more as like a running back in shotgun formation.
10: That's yeah, that's a good way to put it. I I think you'll see with our offense line this year, we got some bigger guys and some physical guys, so you'll see me running a lot behind them. But I don't be afraid to. S- We'll air some out a few times. You won't. Don't be surprised. Well, in years past St.
1: Clair, they've had a lot of guys with just blazing fast speed. This team, at least from what I've gathered, seems to more be a, uh, the think the word Maddox used was gritty. A grinded out team, going to be really physical, and you as a quarterback, I mean, you're probably going to be the quarterback that's lowering his shoulder the most in the area. I mean, even just last year, seems like there could be 10 guys in front, you're going to try to get through all 10 of them.
10: got to try and get the first down. I mean, <laughs> even, even last year, obviously, we didn't have the greatest record, but... It's it is what it is. I mean, we, uh, with the guys we have this year, we got some guys that can run. I'm not gonna. We don't got any four four guys or like some of the teams we're gonna play. But uh, but even our bigger guys can move, and everyone can move pretty well. So.
3: Uh, and I can attest to the fact that you do have a little bit of an arm. I, I want to say it was a seventy something yard touchdown pass against Roseville last.
10: Year. I I It was the Simonian. I think it was the Simonian. It was a little bit of. I shoot now. I not think about it. I think I caught the ball and. Sure enough, I had a Roseville guy right in my face and I had to layer it out. But yeah, it, I, I could throw the ball a little. a so week one,
1: you're playing arch rival. You didn't get to play them last year, and you're going to be playing in front of thousands in what's going to be I'm calling it like the celebration, the return to high school football because that place is going to be a zoo. How excited has it been? And I'm sure that's been on the bulletin board since summer workout started.
10: We've been building up to. We've been building it up all summer, counting down the days for. It's. It's definitely. It'll feel good. Cause last year, how many? It, you can only have you know a couple parents per kid, and it really. It didn't feel the same as the year before. Cause the year before that, Marine City game, I was up playing, and, I. You know, obviously the game. The game didn't go out as much as we wanted to, but it was still the atmosphere. Atmosphere was pretty cool to see.
3: Cause we're a couple of nerds, and this is what we do: is research stuff. <laughs> this is uh, since 1950. This is the 70th game. Between the two schools, so you're kind of like you're you're in a historic game. It's a little anniversary, 70th yeah.
10: game. Well, is this the, is last year the only year we never played them since 1950? That's a good question.
1: There actually, there
10: was year where you didn't have, where St.
1: Clair didn't have sports in like the 70s. Gotcha. But every year, at least as far as I could tell, that there was a season that you two played. So you got two years of pent up frustration between you guys <laughs> that I think is just going to explode on the 20s. It'll be interesting
10: to see. There's a lot of, there's definitely a rivalry there between our kids, between our kids and theirs. So
1: I'm, a lot of people are very complimentary of your offensive line, of your weapons around you as a quarterback. Talk about just some. I'm not gonna ask you to name everyone because that's gonna be impossible. But some guys on the offensive line that you, you like that they're protecting you, and some guys that you're gonna like giving the ball to this season.
10: Though I think the most underrated guy, underrated guy in our offensive line is Case Peterson. I think you'd be really surprised. He's a guy that deadlifts 500 pounds. I mean, he's a he's gonna start at center for us. Uh, and uh, there's uh, there's Maddox Jack, and I think he was with Kai Kai Pennywell, basketball player. He, yep. He's he's a he's He's a guy you define as gritty because he's not obviously he's only probably 240 pounds maybe but I mean that's pretty good size but he's compared to the rest of the line he's pretty skinny so he's a gritty guy there. To run the ball I I love obviously my brother my younger brother Logan he's (laughs) he'll put a shoulder into guys and then Ethan and Brendan, Brendan Cole.
1: I'm going to apologize right now for the amount of times I'm going to get you two mixed up when it, it's Ellis to Ellis and you both, your names are so similar. So I'm going to apologize now for when I call you and your brother the opposite name. It's but You're not the yeah, only one. Don't worry. I'm going to do my best, especially with your jerseys aren't easy to read either. <laughs> but the one thing that I like that you guys have said and you met, you even mentioned earlier you're owning last season. You're not trying to hide the fact or make excuses for why you were 1-6. You had a lot of injuries, COVID, whatever. Everyone was playing the same year, and you're kind of using that as motivation coming into 2021.
10: It, yeah, it's a good way to put it. I mean, we have a lot of guys coming back from that year, so we all really know how it felt to go 1-6. A lot, a lot of returners. We lost a couple big guys, like there's a Getkey and the Buslip and the the bigger Schwehoffer, Max. Uh, but really, other than that, there's a Guy here and there, but everyone's back, and we all know how it felt to go one and six. And it, like I said, it is what it is. It happened. There's nothing. There's no getting rid of it. So,
3: so you're in the huddle. You're the quarterback. You're trying to take command of things. How many times has Logan just turned to you and go? Just shut up and hand me the ball. <laughs>
10: he's he's a guy that'll get all he'll get all frustrated. And be like, dude, just calm down. In between him, Maddox, Brendan, and Ethan, they all get you know. It's, call, everybody, calm down. We're fine. It happened a couple times last year. We'd get stuffed a couple times, and everyone's in a huddle like, "What's going on?" It, it we're it's fine. We'll be all right.
1: As a quarterback, you kind of have to be able to play both sides of it. Guys are down, guys are sluggish, and I'm sure you don't have any problem with it. Lighting a fire under them, get them going. But you just mentioned it, on the other side of things, you gotta be able to calm them down when maybe maybe that first drive against Marine City, the first play doesn't go its way. It's like, guys, calm down. I know it's a big atmosphere, but just breathe for a second. How do you manage doing both sides of that when you have to light them up or when maybe you have to slow the heartbeat down a bit?
10: It's, it'll be a, it's a long game. I mean, like you said, the first play. Let's say it doesn't go well. I mean, it, it, guys like Maddox, he's a guy that's gonna light fire in you. He's not the guy that's gonna calm people down. He, he's gonna get people going, and you gotta call Maddox down here and there just because just he's so fired up. And you got different personalities too. That's a good way to put it on the line. And some are defensive backs and running backs, and it's it, it is tough. I, I guess you just gotta calm certain kids down. You gotta know who to calm down and who to fire up. You get some guys need a little something a little different all right well I, I
3: think they got the right guy at the job uh, here at uh, quarterback uh luke we want to first off stay healthy uh and good luck this season
10: thank you thank you very much
3: all right we're back and ethan white will join us this time this is my kind of dude because he's a hockey player too mm-hmm. he doesn't just play one sport uh and he's got uh, great hands and i think the the saints want to uh, use that uh, skill because you're going to play both sides of the ball this year um offensively it looks like you're gonna get some touches in the backfield and then Mm -hmm. uh you'll be in the secondary on defense uh ethan how do you feel about this year's squad so far
11: i feel pretty good you know like everything's coming together pretty good this year with like our offense i feel like it's clicking we're like usually in the past this might might have took us a little bit longer to pick stuff up but we're learning stuff quick and on defense we in the summer we already got a lot of our stuff installed so I feel like it's coming together quick and it should be pretty good.
1: Watching the first hour or so of practice, you guys really don't waste any time. It's one thing to another. You're doing something or you're in line waiting for the drill. You guys don't have a ton of downtime in practice. You guys are moving a lot.
11: Yeah, coach really installs a lot of urgency in us and makes sure like if we're standing around or if we're like like grazing as he says, like he makes sure we're doing something and he he gets us going. Like no time's wasted around here.
3: The, the word that I keep hearing uh, coming out of uh, the coaches' mouths uh, on every drill is physical. Let's be physical, guys. They're really trying to uh, instill uh, a, a toughness in you, uh, n- not just with your bodies, but with your minds, too, I think.
11: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we know we're not like they know and we know. We're not like the fastest squad out there. So, you know, they're just trying to tell us that if we can be physical, we can make up for our lack of speed pretty much even though, I mean, we got some fast guys out there. We, but definitely, and physicality help you win football games, so definitely.
1: The one thing I like about your team,
11: just talking to you guys so far, is you seem very self-aware.
1: You're not going to pretend like you're the flashiest team here, and you all are, seem to be buying in that if you're physical and you can out tough teams, you're going to win some games in the fourth quarter that maybe a couple that didn't go your way a year ago.
11: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we, there was a couple games that, like, we were, it was a close game going into the third and fourth quarter last year, and we definitely, like, in the fourth quarter, we got all muscled. So, yeah, that's 100% true. If we get more physical, definitely help us win more football games.
3: You get, uh, you know, you guys played the Marysville game last year, but this year you get to play the Marine City game. What does that game mean to you guys?
11: Well, it's it's cross-town rivalry, so it's uh, it's very serious to us. Like. Uh, it's like it's almost all like what we play for like it's just I don't know it's just being a St. Clair Saint you just know like that's the one game you really look forward to and it's it's a lot of hype built around it and I don't know it's just it's like our Super Bowl it's and it's on another tier compared to all the other games.
1: It seems like this team has a lot of hunger in it. They, I mean, everyone we've talked to has said last year, obviously not up to par. If you look at the Saints the last 10 years, a, a very winning program and a, a bad start out of the gate in a short season kind of derails it. But you guys seem hungry, that you know what you can accomplish and that you have it right in front of you.
11: How are you guys attacking the season and what do you want your identity to be here in 2021? I mean, we want our identity to be, like, as a physical football team. Yeah, and definitely we want to be a lot hungrier so we can win more games. And I'd just say we want to, like, let teams know that the Saints were in town and, like, you know, leave them with a couple bruises and stuff like that. Size-wise, playing in
3: the gold, play a lot of schools that have a lot more kids to draw from. So you, you've got some tough games on your schedule. When you win football games, you guys will definitely be earning it.
11: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, last year we played a lot of a lot of bigger kids. And, you know, it just makes it all sweeter at the end. You know, when you win games, it just feels a lot more better because, you know, they had they had they had greater odds, I guess you could say, to win the game. So, yeah, so it's it's a lot better when we pulling out.
1: So before we let you get back
11: to practice, just personally, how are you feeling going into the
1: season? What's the vibe of the team and just Get going into 2021 does
11: it just feel like a a big refresh was hit on the team yeah definitely it humbled us a lot because last year you know we thought everyone thinks they can go win like five or ten games or so yeah definitely it humbled us and it definitely yeah it was a refresher and made us made us work a lot harder and you know made us it made us want it more, I guess you could say. Thanks, Ethan. Good luck.
1: Stay healthy. And uh, all right, now we have a fourth St. Clair Saint. It's been a, a good show so far. Jack Dolan. He uh, he's gonna be in the nitty gritty of it. A guard and a linebacker. You're gonna be uh, you're gonna be coming up with some bumps and bruises, but I'm sure you're you're kind of kid that loves to get in the in the dirty trenches.
12: Oh yeah, of course. I'm ready for the. I'm ready to play both ways, and I'm ready to embrace the new challenge.
3: You know, on one side of the ball, you're trying to stop guys who are trying to run you over. Yeah. And on the other side, as a linebacker, you're trying to run people over. How, how do you make that changeover? It kind of helps me at the linebacker position,
12: because since I play guard, it's easier for me to read the guards on defense, so it does help me. Playing both ways in two very physical positions.
1: How do you kind of balance the going all out and attacking everything 100% and knowing when maybe, okay, if I do this by the fourth quarter, I'm not gonna be able to stand up straight. How do you balance those two things playing into just
12: absolutely brutal positions? I don't know if I have a certain technique or anything. I just play the game. It's based on how I feel, how my body feels.
3: Don't really have a balance method there. Yeah, so so you you get on the line with uh, with Maddox, and you guys definitely have different personalities. Oh yeah, he's like the energizer bunny, and you seem kind of like surfer dude, laid back here.
12: Yeah, Maddox is our hype man over there. He's always getting the team hyped up. Me and the other guys are kind of more laid back, and just let him do his thing. So, but we love him. <laughs> it's a good thing about him. How important on the offensive line is kind of have that steady
1: Eddie attitude, where hey. You might give up a sack. You might give up a TFL, but
12: you got you just got to get to the next play. You can't get too high. You can't get too low. You just can't blame your teammates. You gotta take the blame yourself. Move it on the next play. Tell your teammates huddle. Hey, that was on me. Next play. Do you enjoy one position more than the other? Oh, uh, linebacker's new to me. Uh, I've been playing O line most of my career so far, but I, I do like I do like the linebacker position. Coach seems
1: to be very impressed and very high on you guys on the offensive line. You guys seem to be at least coming through, going to lead this grit identity that everyone seemed to have been talking about. How do you feel that, I mean, you guys are going to be kind of the leaders of the team and set the tone
12: for each and every game up front? Oh uh, Yeah, coaches put a big target on our back, and we're living up to the hype. Uh, me and my my line mates, we work every day. I mean, we try to make the best best player we can.
3: Really, you get to open on a Friday night with Marine oh, yeah. City. Um, I gotta imagine you're kind of calm right now, but I'm gonna suspect when that one's getting ready to go, you're gonna be oh, yeah. in a little bit different mood. Yeah, my laid back
12: personality right now that, that's that's gonna go out the door come Friday, come the 27th. I'll be ready. How is it going to feel? Because one thing Dennis always talks about is you guys
1: kind of got used to maybe less fans last year, only, you know, like four parents or four people per kid. There's going to be not a place to stand in East China Stadium. Do you think it will take a uh, player or two to kind of adjust in that first big roar
12: of the crowd, and you're like, oh, wow, this is what it really is supposed to be like? Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. Uh, last year we hated it, having no fans, no band I'm really excited for the band to come back. That, that really got me juiced up for a game. Uh, how much better will it
3: be not to have to worry about wearing a mask? Ten times better. I hated the mask. So. <laughs> all right, uh, Jack, stay healthy, number one, uh, and uh, good luck this season. Thank you. Thank all, you for having me. All the best. All right, there's uh, Jack Dolan. So yeah. you've got to hear from four different St. Uh, players and two St. coaches the message seems to be very consistent.
1: Yes, toughness, physicality, and let let me just turn that down just a hair because I'm a loud mouth. Um, but yeah, physicality, toughness is gonna be the 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 mantra of this Saints team. And you you heard them all. Whether it's whether it's Maddox or Luke, that's kind of the high energy guy, or or it's Ethan White and and um, everyone else we talked to. That's Steady Eddie.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it it is interesting because Maddox and uh, Luke are obvious high energy guys, mm-hmm. uh, and, and Ethan and, and Jack were a little more low key. Although, again, having seen them play, uh, I know when game time comes, they're ready. Well, you know, Dennis, you got to have a good
1: mix of those guys. You can't have all fiery guys because then the emotions are just bouncing everywhere, and you need someone just to be like guys. Chill out, but you can't have too many of those. You need the the firecracker to light it, light the fire and get people going. So seems like at least at the uh, elder stages, the leaders of this team are a good mix of vocal leaders and guys that lead by example.
3: And, and it starts right at at the top because when when we talk to Coach Bishop, you know he, he's a little softer spoken and, and a little more low key. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've heard Coach Bishop also raise his voice. Uh, and he can he can be the loudest guy. I don't care how many people are in that stadium <laughs> on a Friday night. You'll hear coach when he wants to be heard. Awesome. Um, yeah. And I
1: mean, this Saint team obviously, they don't—they're not hiding from the fact they were one and six last year. But one thing I do want to talk about, and you're going to make fun of me for this, but it's I kind of do. our season preview. Yeah, it doesn't matter what I say. But one thing, and I didn't want to ask any of the kids about it because they're focused on Marine City. But Dennis, with the new playoff format. This is a team that potentially needs four wins to get into the playoffs. The the one thing that they did do, yeah, they're in a tougher league. Uh, Last year, if we're being honest, probably should have been in the MAC Silver. But they're in the MAC Gold. Marine City is going to be the only team they play that's smaller than them this year. I actually don't know if they play another Division IV team. Uh, Their entire league is bigger than them. That's going to give them a lot of points. If they can get to four or five wins, they're sitting pretty for the playoffs.
3: Uh, you have to believe with, with the schools that they play, if they win five games, they're in. Uh, and like you said, it, it, four gives them a legitimate chance. Look, Roseville. What yeah. the heck is Roseville doing in the gold?
1: I think they're Division One. Yeah. One uh, or two. They're you know, on the border. The,
3: the, the, they're, they're in there. Uh, Rose Point. Point North uh, is a bigger school. Um, you, you've got East Point is in their their um, D three, their D three. Marysville is on their D, schedule. D three. Uh, Tower is on their schedule. D three. That, that's a league game and Sterling Heights. You can say what uh, you want about Sterling Heights struggling in football. That's a big school.
1: Yeah, they're that's one of their non conference games, right? Uh, right? I'm not. I'm not. They're in the blue. Yeah, and that's... I know they have Tower on. Oh yeah, we talked yeah, about Tower. I think
3: Sterling Heights was one of their MAC crossover games.
1: So you, you look at those and. And obviously, for them, the target isn't four or five wins. They want to get six, seven, eight, nine wins. But from our perspective, looking at this as a season is, if they can, you know, get better as the season goes on, let's say they start off and they maybe they drop the first two games, two tough games, I believe. Let me pull it up real Cousineau's quick. Cousineau's the other league. oh yeah, and mm, Cousineau has been, has, has been, been down, down. But it's a bigger school. It is. So they, they, they're playing up. But let's say you you drop that first game to uh, Marine City, and then you come back and you play a tough game. I believe on the road. Uh, no, they play Lakeshore week two. That's the the first league game is. Uh, I was thinking they could go to Gross Point North. That was last year. But Lakeshore, another D3 school, and a very winnable game. Dennis, we saw them last year play PH. St. Clair has the guns to beat them. They have, I mean, you look at their schedule, and again, I don't want to go through in training camp and predict wins and losses, especially at the high school level when you have no clue what kids came up from JV, but the Saints, I think, are in a pretty good position to be playing postseason football in 2021.
3: Yeah. You you, you can take your weekly stab at the MAC if you want to because you've got D3 Lakeshore playing in the blue and D1 Roseville playing in the gold. What's wrong with this picture?
1: Oh, well, a lot of things, but <laughs> – <laughs> Let's not get into that. They're, oh no, they're, they don't play uh, Sterling Heights. It's Lakeview. Lakeview is their other one. Yeah. We'll, so and Lakeview. No yeah, and they're in the white. Yeah, and they're a D two. Yeah. So they, they punch above their weight class for everyone except for Marine City, who's only one of the best teams in Division Five. So you know, Marine City's going to get them those sweet, sweet bonus points, even if they fall short. Marine City's not losing less or winning less than seven games this year.
3: Yeah, uh, the, the, like I said, there's there's two things. I think I said this when we were at Marine City. There's two things that I'm pretty confident about, and that's Marine City and Cross-Lex. And then I was taking the rest of the area teams, throwing them into a basket, and we'll find out who the other good teams are this year.
1: Yeah, and I think the St. Clair Saints, if they can find their identity, and Dennis, buy-in is a huge factor to being a good team, and this team seems to have it, again, when the coaches are saying something and then the players are repeating it, that's where you get success.
3: Absolutely. And you know what that reminds me of was the one of the first times we did this concept of coming out to practices. We were up in Croswell mm-hmm. and for Lance, basketball. Lance Campbell said something, and every player he sent over to the table yep. said the same exact word, almost like they rehearsed it. Yes.
1: <laughs> it was like, oh, you've heard that for a few times, and then again. This team is going to be gritty. That's what everyone seemed to talk about. And, yeah, they're not going to pretend like they have the the, the Gleasons or, or Mon or any of these kids that were blazing down the field before. They know what they are. They're going to be a tough physical football team in Dennis. You look at that offensive line. We talked to two of them. They have some beef up front.
3: I think James Bishop would be really happy – to uh, win a bunch of 7 nothing football games this year. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think he would complain one bit.
1: Which is kind of funny because when we talked to uh, Coach Griffin, it is a big uh, change from what they used to do. I mean, what was the one playoff run when they beat Yale like 80 well, sc- to 35? The, the, they they and-
3: scored the one year, I think they scored 132 points in their first two Playoff yeah, yes.
1: so they beat Yale 70 to 34 and then North Branch 62 to 29. And now we're talking about them grinding out like 14 <laughs> 10 wins which could very well be possible.
3: But that that yeah, that that's going to be their formula for success this year uh is a strong defense and an offense that takes care of the football. Mm-hmm. Gets first downs. And and how fin- and and finish two or three drives a game and they might be in business
1: and how much does it help i mean this might sound weird but it kind of does that it helped going one and six last year and knowing what it's like and these kids aren't it's not that they're void of talent they have guys here but again injuries and playing in the leagues that had a lot of talent last year like like i'll just say straight up the East Point game is going to be look nothing like it did last year. Yeah, well, Absolutely not.
3: I think it's put a chip on their shoulder, uh, and I, th- I think they feel like they should have been better than they were last year, and they want to prove to people that that's not just talk.
1: Right. So the Saints, I mean, you open up with that tough one against Marine City. Like I said, it's a rivalry game. Dennis, you remember you called the game when St. Clair a few years ago was having a down year and Marysville was having an undefeated season, and it took like the super duper trick play to <laughs> for Marysville to escape, and they and they got on the bus as fast as they could after that game.
3: Yeah, they pitched it back to Griefor, and he threw it as far as he could throw it, and then that set up a Dante check short touchdown run in the dying seconds of a football game where in the middle of the third quarter it looked like the saints had them dead to rights and it would have been one of the bigger upsets in the blue water area in the last 20 years
1: right and hey say what you want about i mean let's let's be honest marine city's the favorite going in you have a team that went to a regional final a year ago versus a team that won one game a year ago Marine City's the favorite, but I guarantee you each and every one of these kids wearing red and blue right now have the orange and black circled on their schedule, and they have a bullseye going right to that game. They are hyper focused on that.
3: Great way to uh, start a season, and uh, I don't have to worry about uh, Brady. I-, I think he's in midseason form. He's ready to go. Oh, it's it's been awesome. It's kind of like a switch because, you know, you get in like, July,
1: you're like, yeah, it's still the summer, it's still the summer. It was like, Football's here. Let's go. We're out of practice. Now we're getting to see guys hit. Friday when we're at Marysville, it's going to be full pads, full contact practice. It's back. Yeah, I'm excited.
3: All right. Uh, On uh, Friday, we'll be in uh, Marysville. So look for that uh, because I want to get out of here to beat, uh, A, the weather, and uh, B, it's a little later in the day, so I want to get the podcast out there.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, um, but no, thanks to Coach Bishop, thanks to Coach Griff, and all the, the kids that talked to them. The one thing that I, I was very impressed with, the, fo- the four players we talked to, all very well spoken.
3: Very well spoken. Uh, some of them a little more wordy than others. Yes. But, but- all of them... Fine representatives for Saint Clair High School.
1: Yeah, and yeah, I was I was very impressed by the four young men we talked to. So, uh, Dennis, you got anything else? I mean, we're gonna have to get home. I have to edit this a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun, and I think day two of our camp tour has been a uh, a success.
3: Absolutely, and good luck Saints.
1: Good luck Saints, and I'll be I'll be on the call Friday, August twenty seventh, seven p.m. Marine City, Saint Clair, gonna be a hell of a game.
3: Uh, I echo that sentiment. Uh, I'm not going to be on the broadcast, but I may come and watch.
1: (laughs) You might have to get there four hours early. Yeah,
3: well, maybe I'll watch the JV game, too. Then I'll know what's coming in the next few You can just stand in the booth with me. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably where I'll end up. But, uh, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. What else am I going to do on a Friday night except watch one of the biggest rivalries in our area?
1: 70th edition, officially with the record books because we know they played before
3: 1950. But anyway, put a nice bow on this so we have a nice outro. All right. Uh, It's the uh, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. here from St. Clair today.
0: High school football kicks off on August 26th, and Get Stuck on Sports will be there for all the action. Moles with a spin move up the middle, breaks loose at the 30, Moves to the 25, 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5, dives for the goal line. It's a big red touchdown. 26 regular season games in nine weeks, plus playoffs.
8: Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs?
0: Yes. Playoffs, all on GetStuckOnSports.com. The place to be for high school football in the Blue Water area is GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water area is stuck on sports.